everybody. This is Rob Lindley. And this is Sarah Davis. And you are listening to How Much Do We Love? And this is episode 48. It is. We are um, oh so close to the big 5-0. You know, how did that happen? We'll have to do all things gold. Oh, that's a good one. Start right. thinking. Start thinking. <laughs> if you guys have some suggestions for our special gold anniversary episode, send them on in. I've already um, got one. Oh, I'm so excited. I just thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the first thing I wanted to talk about is something that makes me laugh really hard. And that's when you find out that after many years of usage, mm-hmm. you have been either mispronouncing a word or a phrase or something and using it completely incorrectly all this time. Oh, dear. Yeah. So like a friend of mine told me that um, her friend thought the word was episcopal. Episcopal? <laughs> Instead of episcopal. Oh, shit. That's hilarious. Isn't that good? And then I actually dated a guy for a while at one point who wasn't so bright. He was cute, but not so bright. He he was tall and handsome, though. But he one time used the word cacophony. Oh, dear. For cacophony. Cacophony. Cacophony? What the hell? I love it. And then... A, a dear friend of mine here, uh, we were, t- I don't remember how it came up. Cacophony. Cacophony. It's so good. It sounds like a fake cactus. It just sounds dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Cacophony. And it was like he was going to, he was using the fancy word. He was pulling out oh, yeah. all the stops, you know, with this fancy vocabulator. Yeah. Vocabulator, she says, because I'm a good talker. Because you're good at words. I'm, I'm good at words. And then another friend of mine, somehow it came up. I said something about getting or ordering a glass of Chivas, and he said, it's Chiva. Oh, really? Chiva Regal. Chiva Regal. <laughs> it was like, no, it isn't. It's People sh- do that a lot. They try to make things fancier than they are. He said, it's French. It's Chiva Stop it! <laughs> yes. I said, no, it isn't. But, you know, at that mm. point, I didn't want to completely mock him, no, right? But it was like, yeah. no, it's Gaelic. <laughs> not French Actually. So luckily he was a good sport about it and he, now he still makes jokes about it. But he was totally like, like you moron. I can't believe you're calling it Chivas Regal. It's Cheval Regal. Cheval Regal. I love that. I'm going to order one this next time I'm out. Right? I bet no one will laugh at you. Um, no. <laughs> the bar. But the, my favorite one is one that I did for years and I'm the first to admit it because it's completely ridiculous. And that's the, the you know, the phrase, you've got your work cut out for you. Indeed. Which means that it's hard, you know? Yeah, you've got a long road ahead of you. An uphill battle or whatever. Mm -hmm. I thought it meant the complete opposite of that. (laughs) And I used the phrase all the time. To me, it was like, well, it's cut out for you. Oh, it's yeah. Easy. Well, it's already been cut out for you. Or like in the in the. T- what are you work- complaining about? You got your work cut, cut out, out for you. you. I was like, well, you know, I've got my work cut out for me because you know. Oh. And the thing is, I said it all. It wasn't just like I didn't oh, know what no. the phrase meant. I used you it loved all it. the time. I did because it didn't. There was nothing that meant that, and apparently there isn't. Anything I love it. But it made sense to me because you know, in the world of say clothes making, you cut mm-hmm. out the pattern. It's You've the got your work part. cut out for you. I thought it had it was deeply entrenched in this history of seamstresses. I don't know. <laughs> it was the day that I figured that out. I was mortified, but now I can laugh at it because it's pretty it. darn ridiculous. So, do you guys have words that you always thought were um, pronounced a certain way, or that you meant that you thought meant something, and then you found out you were completely wrong? I um I have a couple now that we've talked about it for yeah. a little bit. I'm the 
Cacophony has reminded me <laughs> that is so good. Is good? Reminds me of my senior year um, in college. I'm in, uh, I'm in a my one of my theater classes, and we all have to give presentations. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember what we were studying. Something where we were talking about illusions in theater, mm-hmm. and um, I think we might have even the person who was talking was talking maybe about the use of masks in theaters, perhaps. Right. And why one would want to wear masks. And she kept saying, and she must have said it 20 times in her oral report. Oh no. That they can, they, uh, the actor finds that behind the facade, (laughs) they can lose themselves behind the facade of the mask. Oh, that's good. And it just kept going and going and going and no one's really saying anything, but we're all like, our heart was kind of going out to her because it's like watching a car accident. And so then there's discussion afterwards and discussion happens. No one mentions facade is actually facade. And it's, and it's at the very, very end, our very, very, very bitchy, queenie theater department head goes, Mm -hmm. by the way, Joan, it's not facade. It's facade. I I literally had to leave the room. I'm like, oh. oh, this poor girl. And then my other one, and it's some of them are just like malaprop. Like people right. don't know what a word means. Uh, one time I was doing summer stock in Ohio. It was really really hot, and my actor's housing was literally a trailer, mm-hmm. like a mobile home, right a- across the street from a nuclear power plant. Of course, of course, because it's summer stock, right? And <laughs> Our, the mobile home was like a hot box. It, I felt like it was uh, where you would send a prisoner for like solitary. Mm-hmm. It was so hot in there. And my roommate said, oh, I just, and he's walking out into the back, like the deck area that we had on the evening. And it was really cold. And we're out there like drinking beers. And he walks out of the trailer and says, oh, I had to get out of the trailer. The, the air is so tepid in there. <laughs> I was like, really? Lukewarm? It got lukewarm? Because I'm going back in there. Right. <laughs> tepid. I don't think air can ever be tepid. I don't though, think can it can. No. I guess I think, it could if it was room I feel like that's, that's no, I only for liquids. Be... Yeah. Not for gas. Only for liquids. Right. Maybe a solid could be a tepid thing. Um, I love full-on malaprops, though, when people just use the wrong oh. word. I went to college with this guy whose sister was famous for it, so she'd say stuff like, like they'd be her dad, they'd be in the car with their dad, and they'd be driving along the highway in the right lane, and her dad mm-hmm. would, you know, go onto the side of the road and pass someone, and, and Leah would mm. say, "Dad, you can't drive on the elbow." Stop it! <laughs> Instead of the shoulder, right? No. Yeah. Or one time they were all at dinner and. Someone made some witty barb and someone came back with a snappy retort and she said, cliche. (laughs) (laughs) She was full of stuff like that. Like someone, 
said. Cliche. I wish that was the name of another gay bar in Chicago. Cliche. Because there is a touche in Chicago. So good. But it would be great if cliche was another. And it was, you know, it was like. And that's just where the Twinkie gays went. (laughs) Well, this family was completely loaded and lived in this ridiculous, like, full-on mansion with an elevator and a ballroom and everything up in Highland Park in the North Shore of Chicago. Mm, I stored my stuff during college. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. I stored my stuff in one of the fainting rooms off the ballroom during college. One summer they let me store my stuff there. Uh, What else did she say? One time a friend of theirs ran into her and said, oh, give my regards to your family. And she got this worried look on her face and said, why? What happened to us? (laughs) <laughs> like she thought she got regards oh, and condolences. Condolences get messed up. Oh. Another really good one is that um, I, I, my friend Morgan and I used to laugh about this all the time that I don't you know who was with us. I think it was someone that we worked with at one point said, well, you know her. She always likes to flaunt the rules. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. She flaunts them. Yeah. She picks them up on a poster board, say, waves and, them around, waves them around. Face. Look at my rules! <laughs> I'm flaunting them. <laughs> Wash your hands before returning to work. Whoa! No running <laughs> in the swimming pool area. No roughhousing, ladies. Oh, I, this was. Your... How do you like these rules? <laughs> They're my rules, mine. You can't have them. I'm flouting um, them. I'm flaunting them. I thought of another one that's a dumb one of mine. For years as a child, I used to like to read the TV guide, and mm-hmm. I thought there was a show called To Be Announced. Oh dear, because <laughs> it was on all the time. That's like a, that's like a blonde joke. <laughs> I know. Well, I was a child. No, well, that, and then that's excusable. When you were talking about the person doing the report, it reminded me of this was I think ninth grade. It was a long time ago. We, someone doing a book report on Of Mice and Men, and he got up to do the oral report, and the entire time, he talked about the two characters, George and Leany. Oh, no. And I remember just looking at him and thinking, is he really saying Leany? And no, you know, I was like, how do you, how do you read? And it just makes you realize that he read the entire book, and every Thinking time Leany. he saw the word Lenny, he saw Leany. I had friends who did that with Harry Potter, though, who didn't know how to say Hermione. Yeah, but that... And they're but like, that Hermi- makes sense. Hermione. Hermione. Right. <laughs> Hermione. Like, it's but- Hermione, as in Gingold. <laughs> but you know what? I wouldn't have known that, I don't think, if I didn't know Hermione Gingold from my um, LP of uh, um, Night Music. Little Night Music. <laughs> well, that's uh, what, like, being theater a- jokes. Being music theater dork <laughs> right. helps your vocabulary. And then, it uh, does. The last two I want to talk about were two, like, really dumb ones that you hear all the time, and you- was French Benefits. <laughs> <laughs> And doggy, it's a doggy dog world. Oh, doggy doggy dog. dog. I think that was on an episode of Sports Night. They were arguing whether it was dog eat dog or doggy dog. But I just love those. They crack me up. And I'm happy to admit when I'm the one who's making the ridiculous mistake. It's fantastic. And I'm going to have a glass of Shava. Shava Royale. Shava Regal. So weird. It sounds like a French benefit, actually. It does. I think it is a French benefit. (laughs) Oh, good. All right. So you guys, please, set to podcast at howmuchdowelove.com is the email to which you should send your ridiculous mispronunciations and misusage and malaprops. Indeedy. Because they're good. Episcopal. Episcopal. (laughs) It's a procedure, not a church. Right. (laughs) Okay, next. Yes. Um, how much do we love pot roast? Love it. Now, I love pot roast, but we never, I didn't really ever have it growing up because my mom made brisket 
which is like Jewish pot roast. But it's not like your plain old pot roast with gravy, you know? And so that was always a treat for me. I'm on a constant quest to find the ultimate pot roast recipe. So this is another time I'm going to ask your help, listeners. If you have a great pot roast recipe, it could be for a crock pot. It It could be in the oven. It doesn't matter. I want to hear it. There was a restaurant in Chicago. This is some very specific help I'm going to ask for because I know we have a lot of listeners in Chicago. There was a restaurant in Chicago that closed in, I think, 2000 called the Delwood Pickle. Hmm? No, maybe it was 98. I was going to say, it feels like it yeah, was longer ago Well, 2000 than that. I mean, was seven years right, ago. Well, it was right. some, I can't remember, 98, 99, 2000. You might be right, 2000. Well, now yeah. I was been, it was called the Delwood Pickle, and it was in Andersonville in Chicago on Balmoral, very, just east of Clark Street. And it was just this little, it's in the place where Latash is now, the French yes. bistro. Mm-hmm. And they had the best pot roast ever. And they lost their lease and closed and i didn't worry about getting the recipe then even though i knew they were closing because they Mm -hmm. said they were going to get another space well Mm -hmm. they never did so i have a friend who i have i have i have told him that if he finds this recipe for me i will buy him a bottle of wyant which he wants to try after listening to the show but he is like a loves he's always up for the task Mm -hmm. so he has been sending me email he actually found the blog of a guy who used to wait tables there and emailed him and he's totally on it. But if someone out there just happens to know the recipe or how I can get in touch with say the owner, I would love to hear it. But I also want to hear your pot roast recipes. How do you make pot roast, Rob? Do you? Um, I don't know that I've ever made it. I love it though. I've made you know, it a bunch of different of, ways, but none of it's them... one of my favorite things to get like at a fancy um, like counter service catering place. They usually have good pot roast at a place like that. Yeah, where and you have... can get it and mm-hmm. take it home and microwave it or heat it up yes. in the oven. So good um, foodstuffs. There's a really foodstuffs. Good... Yeah, that's what in, I'm addicted uh, to right now. There's one in there's one in Evanston. It's North Evanston though, right? There's one in North Evanston, but there's also one in Glencoe, right next yes. to the theater I'm working at. So I've been going there a lot for lunch. And Delicious. I'm in love with so many things there. <laughs> well, one of them they is have pot great roast. pot roast. Yeah. So people, tell us about your pot roast recipes because if you send me a recipe, I will try it. I have a pot roast, a roast in the freezer waiting to be put in a pot and roasted. So I want to hear it. <laughs> waiting to be beckoned to the pot. Yes. The roast. It, well, I was going to make it this week, but I knew I wouldn't have time to eat it. Because I'm getting ready to go out of town. But, um, so I put it in the freezer. But pot roast people, so good. How much do we love pot roast? So much. I love, you know, and it's really, it's that slow cooking um, Braise it meat, up. Mm-hmm. meat just seems like that is weekend dinner at mom's. Such it, comfort What's food. not to love about that? Yes. And don't get me wrong. I love my mom's brisket. And I, in fact, I made it recently. And that's something that we might do on a mom's recipe challenge at some point. I don't we do that when we get closer to the Passover. Maybe we will. It's one of those that's kind of an oral tradition recipe. It's a little, a part mm-hmm. of it is you just have to know, go by how it looks. So I'm not sure Absolutely. if a written up recipe would suffice, but it's really good. I Everyone could, um, loves Jungle Marge's uh, brisket. She's and famous. I bet I could impart my mother-in-law's brisket we See, could do we could have we a could brisket do, off oh and i i don't i don't think i've had jungle you know what i've had jungle marge leftover brisket i think have you i feel like i've been to Maybe your place house? after she's been there and cooked that'd be or i make it like she does it's not quite as good yeah. but and she also makes a hell of a noodle kugel which is delicious yes. they kind of go hand in hand oh i can't wait for except that it has raisins which i don't leave out So anyway, but back to the task at hand. Pot roast, we want your recipes. We want to hear how you make it. We want to hear what you like about it. Indeedy. All right. 
Next. I love a slow cooked meat. Oh. Uh, and you were talking about going out of town, and this mm-hmm. um, brings us to our last topic for mm-hmm. this episode. Um, uh, how much do you love when you meet someone who other people want you to meet badly? Mm-hmm. Or that there's been a lot of build-up to you meeting them, and they not only meet your expectations, but far surpass them. Like, meeting them is better than you could have ever imagined. I love that feeling. Yes. I, and this just recently happened to me. Um, my boyfriend had worked with someone who actually Sarah knows as well. Oh, seems Tony. Totally He's great. a listener right now. Um, he, after he and I met, was like, oh my God, I love Sarah Davis. I can't believe you guys We kind of this. lost touch. We worked, we've known each other for a long time, but we worked together, gosh, it's almost 10 years ago. And then he and, moved away to go to grad school and we kind of lost touch. So I was so excited when all of a sudden he joined our MySpace page. I flipped yes. out. Well, he's someone that, and my boyfriend has amazing taste in friends, but I will say this, there are people that are definitely in our lives who are my friends and mm-hmm. there are people in our lives that are definitely his friends and he would talk about tony to the point that i almost would start to get a little jealous right like, oh tony's so funny tony's so quick like and, all the things that you are yes mm-hmm. and when someone will be like and, and i also for i'm it's something that i'm a very stubborn person and so when someone says to me oh you'll love them right i the, my eyebrow usually raises a little bit i'm like you know what i'll be the judge of whether I'm going to love someone or not. Thank right, you very much. Right. That, I don't ever say that, but that's kind of what's brewing underneath. <laughs> so Tony was in town the, the other day and um, we met up at some friends and it was like mutual friends. And I was n- kind of nervous about meeting him. Um, Which is so not, funny knowing him. Cause he's like, so well, this is so right? just like not necessarily about Tony, but right. I, after the evening, I was like, this is a good topic because yeah. I love that feeling. And I walked in and he was just like, you right here like like padded the seat next to him I was like you're gonna sit right here and we just sort of like um BFFs, BFFs mm-hmm. by the and you and I definitely had that we definitely but had no that. one told us that we were gonna love no, each other we just we knew. just knew <laughs> but we, we lived didn't. up to our you lived up to we, my expectations I Rob. know and we did we no one told us we were gonna hang out but we didn't because we and didn't met, have that many mutual friends. Met, yeah, and we met again and again in, at different situations. And well, they were all social settings within our professional circle. So it indeed. would be we would both be audience members for a mutual friends show, right. or but we didn't. And the, we just didn't some have that random, many mutual friends who were like, "You guys should hang out." We just no. figured it out on our own. Because it was things like things that are topic in our show now that like you would bring something up, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I love that." Yeah. And we're like, yeah, we're going to be BFFs. In fact, you're so, like pretty much the only person where, just as a friend, we actually said, all right, we don't really know each other that well, but we should go out and do something. And we did. We had a little BFF date. And fr- and that's the picture on our uh, – no, it's not the picture on our website, but the picture of us glaring over our glasses. We talked about that in our first episode. It's on our MySpace page if you want to see it. I believe it is. Um, well, and I – now I'm working with people who know you and who mm-hmm. have done shows with you before, and they're all of the time going. Now wait a minute, how do you know Sarah? Did you did, what? What show did you do with Sarah? Right. We never like, worked together. Never. <laughs> have <laughs> we, we did, ever worked together? We did a couple of concerts together. Have we? Like Humanities Festival concerts? Never. Really? Maybe nope. you just. I know you were. Maybe you. Were I would just always at be at them, them. Yes. When I was singing, and I was at them when you were singing. Indeed. Really, we and never did those because I didn't. We've like never four... done a duet. No, because you. No, we never sang together. But, huh? No, 
I really, it's it's kind of amazing. That actually. is kind of amazing. I was saying to I. Well, first of all, we had this listener party the other day, and that's, again, that's another always a moment of like, oh, my gosh, these people are just as cool as their emails. Mm-hmm. And, well, I should take that back. We didn't have a listener party. You I, said you had a listener party? I no, didn't have I, a listener party. I went, I went to, uh, I, and I said, we, I'm skipping subjects. Right. Um, I went to PNS's listener party with John Michael Haas and John Michael Haas for those of we have a lot of new listeners so John Michael Haas is Rob's co-host on his other podcast which is hilarious and great and that's the Daily Purge which you can find on iTunes or you can go to the dailypurge.net yes indeed and then so we went we went to pnsexplosion.com's um listener party and we met all these people I'm like oh these people are just as good as you would hope right cool and fun and all of that stuff and it's just, I just love it. I love meeting people who mm-hmm. are as wonderful as you would imagine. Now, actually, this is, uh, I hadn't planned to talk about this, but I'm actually putting together a forum on our webpage where you guys can come and chit chat with us and with our other listeners. Because we get the best email from you guys. We laugh so hard and we're like, our listeners are so funny. They should all be BFF. And they should know each other. Right? Like Courtney should know Christina from Texas, you know, like, and like Grand Rapids guy should be able to talk with Jason in Orlando, you know, because we feel like we kind of know all you guys, but we're too lazy to actually read all your emails on the show because we always run out of time. Yeah. It's not really a matter of lazy. We just don't plan ahead very well. (laughs) Well, what is lazy? So I'm I'm putting together the the show with the two of us. Yes. I just think that if you were to come back to Chicago, that we would perhaps have to find a way to do um, a one night only. Of course we would. Wouldn't that be fun? Yes. I'm springing this on Sarah completely. Well, like, duh, that's wouldn't a no-brainer. It be fun? <laughs> yes. It would be awesome. But that's what we would do. And, yes. it would be, and it would be a show called How Much Do We Love? And we would only sing songs about things that we love. How fun. These are a few <laughs> of my favorite things. Uh, string cheese and Trader Joe's and <laughs> TiVo and, and Fresca. Uh, fresca and Kitty Cats and... Oh, yeah. good. Okay, but wait, just to finish up my thought about the forum. So that's yes, I'm going to put forum. that up. I'll probably give you guys the address maybe next week because I haven't quite yeah. put it together. But if you guys, I'm hoping that you guys will be interested in that. It'll be a way for you to leave comments about the show or you can also write posts about stuff that you like and help get give us ideas about the show. I think it'll yeah. be fun. Um, we're hoping to have some participation. But Yay. now I have to want to wrap up with uh, something that you were talking about, live, people living up yes. to their expectations. I'm really excited to meet someone this weekend who i know will live up to my expectations because she's awesome and that is amy who is one half of the of the podcasting team of grits to glitz which are two awesome sisters amy and bay and um we love their show and they've been super supportive of us and uh i'm going to be in las vegas yeah i'm gonna be in las vegas for work and so i uh dialed up the old Amy and she and I are going to get together. So I'm excited about that. Podcaster world's colliding. I love it. Are you going to meet Perez Hilton too? I am. I'm going to go to this event that's um, hosted by Perez Hilton (laughs) with Amy. So it's going to be like total juxtaposition of awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Of many awesome things. I love it. Yes. So I think that's it. We love uh, people who say words wrong, even if they're us. And we love pot roast and we love uh, meeting new people who live up to their reputation and your expectations. So let us know we what you them. think about that by emailing us at podcast at how much do we love dot com. And we mentioned our MySpace page. We always love it when okay. you all find MySpace my, MySpace dot com and um, slash how much do we love? How much do we love? Yeah. And give us a little shout out there. 
Right. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.